Hey everybody, it's your favorite <laughs> ladies from the Take Control Podcast. What's up, what's up? We are back. You got Brandy and Darielle here. Lynn couldn't be with us today, but she will be back. So, to go ahead and get things started, Darielle, how's your week been? You want the honest answer? Or <laughs> I want the honest answer. Honestly, I'm trying not to have bad energy because last week I had bad energy. And um, someone that I knew from like years ago wrote me and was like, you sound so mean. And I'm like, uh, I am. <laughs> but no, my week has been okay. I mean, nothing much has changed since last week. But I'm here. I'm alive. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Um my week has been okay. I went through this like quick stage of like loneliness the mm-hmm. other day. I was sitting at home, I was watching TV and I'm like, "You know what? I'm lonely as hell." And I was like, "You know what? I'm not even going to feed into it. I'm just going to go to sleep." Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I went to sleep. Um but no, my week has been good. We are recording um earlier this week because of this supposed snowstorm that we're supposed to get and we still wanted to make sure we gave you guys a show i don't have any shout outs this week um i just wanted to shout out a couple of people that i seen post a flyer um i know kim kim v um boss lady mo um i feel like it was one more person I want to shout out Daryl too because he gave us some really good feedback um, and he said he, that he was really happy that we brought back the playlist and the self-care tips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. we did talk about that. Yeah. I do have a shout out actually. Um, I want to shout out Mansa Ray and Kay over at Back Talk. That is a podcast out of Florida. Uh, they shouted us out on their podcast this week. I listened to them. Um, I've listened to them before. Faithfully. I need to listen to the recent one. Yeah, and um, they gave us a shout out on their podcast this week, so I want to shout them out again. It is Back Talk, B A K Talk. Um, our social media guys is Take Control Podcast. That's the Facebook group and the Instagram page. The Twitter is Take Control Pod. You can submit all of your listener questions, uh, any feedback that you guys have to Take Control Podcast at gmail dot com. And I don't know, Dario, you want to do the self-care tip? Sure. Um, So this week, the self-care tip says having a morning routine will change your life. Doing things like laying in silence, writing down your intentions, stretching and praying can transform your day around. I agree with that. Like sitting in silence definitely helps me. Like sitting in silence, lighting my candles and just meditating mm-hmm. centers me i'm balanced i'm at peace it helps i agree i was just explaining to someone that sometimes i have my moments where i may go kind of mia and it's just because i need me time i mm-hmm. need alone time like i need to gather my thoughts or i just need time to relax it's like i don't want to always have to be surrounded by people and i don't want sometimes i don't want to talk like you need that time to yourself you don't want to put your negative energy onto other people when you're not in a good space. And sometimes you just don't want to hear anybody. I agree. 
And you know, I said I wanted to try yoga this mm-hmm. year, and I I don't stretch like I need to. So I I think I'm going to try yoga this year. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. Everybody talks about, again, it's one of those things that just really centers you. And meditation. Yeah. 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 I definitely want to meditate more. I meditate now, but I want to meditate more. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's our self-care tip, guys, for the week. And our current songs that we are listening to this week, I don't have any actual songs that I've been listening to, but I wanted to shout out DJ Fate, um, he has a new song out with Rashad called Wait and See. I was just telling Dario, I don't know if you guys remember who Rashad is, but he is a local artist. He had a song in the 2000s called Sweet Misery. It was like a big hit for him, and it was one of my favorite songs at the time. It's a really good song, so check it out. It is on iTunes. And then uh, Kilani. What's the name of the song? I can't remember. Um, Kaylani featuring Ty Dolla Sign is called Nights Like This. Um, it was written by a friend of ours, um, Bradley, as I call him, but y'all <laughs> may know him as Jug. Um, <laughs> so we wanted to shout out Jug and Fate. So check those songs out, guys. Yeah, check them out. I just listened. I hadn't listened to the uh, Kaylani song. It's really good. So yeah, shout out to Jug for that. And our hashtag take control. How are you planning to take control of your finances this year? I've been trying to save. Um, I have a bad habit of like spending too much money. And then when I think about it, I'm like, instead of eating out all the time, I could be putting this money to the side. So I've been trying to save. Yeah. I, um, it's hard to save. It is very hard to save. Um, and I started to think about where I was spending like random $10 here, random $20 here, and it's on food. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> another idea I thought about was just looking at my bank statement to see where that extra money is going outside of my bills and figure out where I can take away. Do you have and Huntington? I do not have PNC. Oh, okay. I was about to say Huntington has this thing now. It's like a It breaks tracker. it down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, my mom works for Huntington so she told me about that which it kind of makes you want to switch yeah because you it gives you like a really good report yeah gives you a really good report of where you're spending your money um luckily a few of my um bills will be paid off like my car payment and Mm -hmm. different things like that so I'm going to take the money that I would be spending on a car payment and try to put that up um like I said, just kind of figure out where I could cut back. Because I don't feel like I spend a lot of money on clothes or I don't even spend a whole lot of money on hair. Yeah. Like I get hair every six months maybe. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's mainly going to food, unfortunately. Same. Food, <laughs> food, food and gas. Like Yeah, food, gas and bills. <laughs> oh, it drives me crazy. Yeah. So, guys, let us know um, how you plan to take care or excuse me, take control of your finances this year. And maybe y'all can give us some tips. Please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, this government shutdown is stressing me out because I've been listening to different podcasts and I haven't even because I haven't even considered how bad this could get. Like the FDA is regulated by the government. Oh, I just seen that. Uh. We already know TSA, like, it's so many, like, my job could eventually be affected because I deal with people who receive uh, benefits through the federal government. So, Mm -hmm. 
I, I got to thinking about it. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. So now they're saying that people who are receiving um, assistance with low income housing mm-hmm. may be facing event, uh, excuse me, eviction due to the government shutdown. Yep. Uh, I know they were saying that some people, I guess they're trying to make them responsible for the part that the government pays until the government is back up and running. But I'm like, some of these people don't have the money. Like, yeah, they just simply don't have it. Yeah. I, and to think it's all because Donald Trump is a having wall. a tantrum. A wall. And he wants a wall. It's really crazy. Um, that it's going on. I I like to see that so many businesses and so many different people are trying to help in what small ways that they can, providing discounted services or food or different things like that to mm-hmm. people who work for the government. Um, it's really good to see that people are trying to help, but they need to come to some kind of decision at this yeah. point. It's been going on too long. Like this is ridiculous. It's affecting so many people and over something so stupid like it's just ignorant yeah i agree and although i'm against the wall it and i really don't want the democrats to bend on this it's kind of like now we're talking about the people you know what i mean the american people so it's like y'all have to find some kind of compromise yeah i understand both both sides trying to stand firm and how they feel but they need to work something out and they need to do it fast because um, it could get real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid of what it could turn into. Yeah. They were talking about it on that talk. Like, it can take, I think, like 92 hours for, let's say, for American people to be without electric and people will start killing each other. Mm. That's four days. Mm. That's deep. Like, if the whole country went Without electric for four days, people would start killing each other. Wow. So things like this, it it definitely takes you into like that apocalypse kind of thought process. Like it's definitely <laughs> like a purge. Hell like, no. <laughs> it's definitely coming to an end. So, yeah, I definitely need them to figure it out. Um, so Travis Scott. Uh, yeah. I seen this, and I'm not really huge on this. Never mind. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say because I might offend somebody. Anyways, <laughs> so apparently um, Travis Scott is supposed to be performing for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was word going around that, you know, he had a conversation with Kaepernick. And Kaepernick was like, it's cool. No, no big deal. But um, what's his name? Ebro? Mm, from the radio guy, the radio guy, and Kaepernick's girlfriend. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't she shut that down? Like yeah, the rumor, they both were saying, coming out saying that that's not true. He never got the okay, and basically trying to say like he's not really. There's no respect or understanding there. Yeah. So I just kind of felt like I get it. You know, you want to support this movement, and. It's a good reason why Kaepernick and all these other people are, you know, kneeling and, you know, turning down the Super Bowl. Because I think Rihanna did, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is feeding his family. So it's like, can you... What? 
I heard. I don't know how true it is because I don't get all into the Super Bowl, but apparently the performers don't get paid to perform at halftime. Oh. It's more of a exposure thing. Okay, well, then if that's the case, then um, where I stand changes. Yeah, like the deal was for him, for them to donate to Van Jones's charity. Um, Van Jones is a correspondent on CNN. Mm-hmm. And that's what I heard is that they don't get... They don't get paid to perform at the Super Bowl. I don't know how true that is or not. I'm going to have to do my research. Yeah. Okay, but well, my other question is, can you still perform at the Super Bowl but also support Kaepernick? Or do you have to basically pick a side? Ooh. Uh. And do, do you think that he should ask permission? I don't think he should ask permission. Um, people boycotting football wasn't what... Kaepernick's stance was about to begin with. Mm-hmm. That's something that his supporters decided to do. Well, we're boycotting right. the NFL. He was simply taking a stance saying, I don't agree. I'm going to take a knee. Um, so why are people mad that he was performing for the Super Bowl? I, I see your point. I see your point. I think it's more so about what it represents because now that it has gotten a lot bigger than what probably Kaepernick even anticipated, it's kind of like pick a side. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just need you to need you to pick a side because I think what it comes down for a lot comes down to for a lot of people outside of football being um, a sport and these players playing. Some people look at the NFL and the NBA as slavery. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the owners and um, they don't see or don't care about what's going on in the black communities. Right. They don't want their players to have an opinion. You're supposed to stand even if you feel that people are being harmed and these injustices are taking place. So I think it was more so about what the NFL owners represents um, and how they're handling it because they were trying to force the players to stand. Or be fined and all of that. Right, so, I that. But I think you have to also understand that not everybody cares. And that's their right to not care. Not, they should and maybe it's not, care. I don't even want to say that he may not care. But what if this is one of his dreams or something that he really wants to yeah. do? Is he supposed to say no to that? Like, that doesn't mean that he's okay with what's going on. That's true. Everybody's not an activist. That's not everybody's role right. to play. I mean, in everyday life, not everybody has an opinion about some of the things that take place in the world. And that's completely okay for the people that do. That's fine. If you don't, that's fine, too. I think people are just like, like I said, what it represents. But if he want to perform. And now they're getting that poor old Gladys Knight. Ain't that her name? What she do? Is it Gladys Knight? She performing. Gladys Knight, what is she performing? She's at the singing Super Bowl? the national anthem. Oh, the national anthem. Okay, I was about to say, what is? <laughs> like, let the old lady rest. Like, leave her alone. Yeah, I. I didn't watch the NFL before all of this took place. So, to be completely honest with you, I don't care. I don't either. I, I watched because Beyonce was performing the one year, but. <laughs> I, I don't care. You know what I mean? So. Well, I like Travis Scott, and I need to. Look- them to lay off fair enough fair enough (laughs) okay i y'all i don't keep up with social media this is definitely um 
Lynn and Dario's lane. So I'm just going to give my opinion <laughs> as <laughs> as we talk about this stuff from whatever standpoint I can. So there was a fight with Alexis Guy in Black China. Mm-hmm. Okay, I seen the clip. I didn't quite watch it. I think I don't know what happened. First of all, what there there was nothing to watch. They weren't throwing punches. They were running from each other. So what it seemed like, it was stupid. Like I wish if you're gonna record a fight, I'm gonna need you to get real good up in there and catch the shit. Like it was a waste of my two minutes. Only thing I seen was the memes talking about Black China's butt because there was like one angle and it looked terrible. Her butt is terrible. Well, I mean, I don't know. From what Alexis Sky said was that she was invited to Black China section by Black China and they were partying and having a good time and then she was like, All right, get up out my shit <laughs> and threw a drink on her. What? Yeah. And so that's how the whole fight thing happened. After the after the fact now Alexis Sky chilling at Rob's house, <laughs> cooking dinner and shit, <laughs> getting real cozy, <laughs> getting real cozy, petty. <laughs> and then somebody was like, um, somebody said something like, you know, basically, is this new? Is this because of the Black China thing or whatever? And Rob was like, oh, I've been new, Alexis. And Alexis was like, I love Rob. Bitch, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Let's not play stupid here. I've never seen you cozying up at Rob's house. in the kitchen cooking chicken wings. She was. <laughs> she was baking some chicken wings. Girl, I am done with these fucking celebrities. I, I, I can't. Not I, in love. I can't imagine having to rely on my income and how I support my family by drama. Drama continuously posting things on the internet like for it to go viral and for people to talk about it and to stay relevant in a mm-hmm. sense like that just seems like that's a lot of work like what if you get to a place in your life where you don't want to be in nobody's drama no more but you can't because that's how you make your living exactly and then i just while we were sitting here chatting scrolling on social media alexis got and gotten to a fight with one of um fetty wop's other baby mamas like girl and they try to compare her to Lon- Lauren London? No. Alexis Guy? Yes. As far I mean, as I'm, what? don't get me wrong, she's really pretty, but y'all are compare not the same. her as far as what? Just saying who's better. Alexis Guy is a bird. <laughs> okay. No, thank you. Don't try Lauren London like that. It it just seems like it would be very stressful. It gotta be stressful because I'm stressed out. <laughs> it's too much to keep up with. It's like, way too much to keep up with. Like you literally have to put something out crazy every week because otherwise people will forget about you. Yeah, you won't be relevant. That's crazy. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. Okay, so more um, love and hip hop drama. Well, they they ain't no love and hip hop, but it's love and hip hop drama. (laughs) So Ari, which is G G Herbo's baby mom, she is now dating a boxer. Is it Gervonta Davis? Is that how you say it? Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, we're going to say Gervonta Davis. And he is apparently still involved with the mother of his child. Now, if you remember last week, we were talking about Ari dissing 
Tiana, I think her name is, which is Emily B's daughter, mm-hmm. because she's now with G Harbo. And apparently when she got with G Harbo, him and Ari was still messing around. Jesus. It's <laughs> just, just, just so much. <laughs> Did I get all of that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So with that being said, women, do we owe other women that we don't know any loyalty? Yes. To a certain extent. Okay. This is my thing. And I kind of went back and forth with this little baby bitch on Twitter about this one day because (laughs) I said something along the lines of if you're messing around with my man and you're very aware that we're together, you can get your ass beat too. And you know, people are always like, get on the man. Why are you bringing a female? Because you know about me. Even though I'm in a relationship with him as a woman and as a grown ass woman, you know better. You can get your ass beat. I'm sorry. Like, I I understand that may not be your friend, your family, whatever. But as a woman, as a respectable woman, you should not be doing that. So you are, you do, you should be not, I wouldn't even say you owe them loyalty, but it's just like, it's respect. I will say that. I will use respect over loyalty. Okay. I, I agree. Um, my thing is with this whole situation, whatever's going on with them, You can't be mad at Tiana for doing something and then you turn around and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I can't have no sympathy for you. Mm-hmm. So I think it is what you said. It goes back to a respect thing. Now, do do I think that the woman should always deal with the man that she is laying down with? Of course. Right. Of course. But like you said, if you know about me, to some degree... You gonna catch these hands too, just plain Period. and simple. Like if I'm not at a place in my life where I can think before I act, you gonna catch a beat down too. Like it, I'm just, I'm just gonna be honest about that. It's Period. just like if I know I have access to you, it's going down. Which, but if I don't, it's like I'm not gonna go searching for you. It's not that deep. I'm gonna deal with my man, but. If it comes a time and a place and I'm on that shit, that's what we on. Just yeah. match my energy. Now, I honestly think, like, okay, <laughs> I see it in my head like this. Me and my man, we together. I come in the house, he cheating on me with somebody. She noticed our house that we share. I'm going to be her ass and I'm going to be his ass. Mm-hmm. Now, if I find out he cheating with the girl and I and it's been a couple weeks, whatever case may be, and I happen to see her in passing, the likelihood that I'm going to just go run after and beat her up, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But uh, in the moment... Yeah, you gonna catch these hands like that's just fair and square. I, now, granted, you don't owe me anything, but a repercussion of you not owing me anything is I'm gonna beat your ass too. <laughs> exactly, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You need to be respectful, and if you don't care, then now if you don't know about me, that's different. That's different because niggas be feeding lies. That's true. Some relationships are private, right? I wish y'all could see my air quotes. Private, so they don't put it out there. In that case, I'll let you live. I agree. But you might get a little side eye or something. A little side eye. <laughs> I might talk I, I might talk my shit. <laughs> yeah. So that takes me to the next question. Should women be accountable for breaking up happy homes? Absolutely. 
if you know about me <sighs> i'm so undecided on that question my initial thought when i read it <clears throat> i can't break up a happy home if it's happy that's true too that was my initial thought because if me and my man is solid nothing's coming in between that that's true now that you say that i agree with you that's true so there has to be come some kind of there has to be some kind of rift something something has to be already broken for a third party to step in mm-hmm. mm. so something and it could I'm be gonna the, go with you. i'm just i'm yeah. disagree it could it could be the smallest of things it, down, it could be the smallest of things it's a break somewhere if somebody yeah. can infiltrate what you and your man got going on or you and your woman even if got that going break on. is him just being stupid right i just want that to be clear yeah okay then i agree so yeah i think that goes back to um asking people are you emotionally attached to someone yeah not are you single because people are in full-blown relationships and they are living like they're single so but I don't know. That's just my take on it. This is a really good question. <laughs> I think. Oh, I put this one here. <laughs> All right. So how old were you when your parents started to let you stay home by yourself? I don't remember. Okay. So this conversation started because I was just at home one day and I'm like, damn, I could use a happy hour or two or three. <laughs> but I got these damn kids in right here. Well, you about to leave the kids. <laughs> So I'm thinking like, all right, what's a reasonable age that I will be comfortable leaving my kids at home? So I'm like, all right, my oldest is eight. I'm like, maybe 13. Then I'm thinking like, so my youngest will be what? uh, Nine, eight, nine, something like that. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with leaving them at home because there's such this age gap. Like I might be okay for my oldest son, but not my youngest son. So I'm like, all right, 13. So then I'm thinking like, damn, eight. To third. That's a long ass time. So I start asking people like, "When were y'all allowed to stay at home?" <laughs> blah blah blah. When I say people was in my messages talking about some seven, eight, five, I'm like, "What? <laughs> what type of parents did y'all have?" Like, I don't recall being left at home alone, but I think maybe my mom, maybe when I was around like twelve and I had sisters, but like I never was home alone. So I was just so shocked that people were being left at home at seven and eight. Mm-mm. And they were, and some of them was like, yeah, or maybe someone was like, I was ten, eleven, and my sibling was like five, and I'm like, that's crazy. I don't think I was responsible at seven or eight to be left at home by yeah. myself. I can't remember when I was able to stay at home by myself. I kind of feel like I was maybe like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, old enough to where if I was hungry, I would be able to make myself some food, food right. and things like that, and. But I've always been around my family. Like, growing up, my grandparents lived across the street. Mm-hmm. Somebody was always relatively close. So mm-hmm. I I can't really remember. And then when I think about, like, my God kids, for example, the oldest is nine. I feel like he could probably stay at home by himself. N- maybe not with the younger kids. But I right. feel like, because, like, he's frying chicken now, like, mm-hmm. by, by himself. We trying to teach him how to cook. <laughs> so he's frying chicken by himself. But uh, I think he could probably stay home by himself. At nine, um, but I don't know if with the other kids right. that would work. Right. I 
yeah, it probably him by himself. I was about to say, I don't even know if him and, and he the six seems year old. more mature. Yeah, he's like mine. mature for his age. So yeah. I kind of think it depends on the kid too. Yeah. Um. And see, my kids are sneaky. They're liars. I'll be home with them. <laughs> Chip, they have chip crowns on their face. Like, I ain't getting no chips. Like, really? There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. No, I can't do it. I, and my son only know how to make noodles and pizza rolls. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he could survive. He could. Yeah. But, nah. No. He's eating that. There's no way. No way. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, yeah, I don't even know what I would consider a good age. I, I'll say 13. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm going to have to say 13 because the teen is on yeah. there. I think yeah. that's when my little sister starts staying home by herself. Yeah, and my sister, we're 11 years apart, so she was still in the house. I, I really don't know. I'm going to have to ask my mom. I, I, I need to ask my mom, too, because I don't really remember yeah, I I really don't know what I would think is a good time for that. Yeah, I was so shocked. People was like, yeah, we was making full meals, walking to the corner store, grocery shop. I'm like, what? No. Now, I know growing up, I was able to walk to school by myself when I was fairly young because my school was right around the corner. But it would be me and, like, other kids in the neighborhood, like my mm-hmm. friends in the neighborhood. It was never just, like, me by myself. Yeah. Um. Now, with that, I probably wouldn't let my kids walk to school because we live yeah. in a different times. Yeah, definitely. We definitely live in different times. I remember you posting something about it on Facebook and everybody was talking about what they did mm-hmm. as kids. Like, I I wouldn't be comfortable with my kids going anywhere by themselves. Me either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, y'all, let us know what y'all think is a good age. Yes. That y'all please. would let y'all's kids be home by <laughs> themselves or venture off into the world by themselves all right i'm i'm tired of talking about future <laughs> honestly truly like if you want to know my honest opinion i'm sick of talking about him but he always gives us good topics to talk about because he's ridiculous very ridiculous <laughs> so he just put out an album um which I haven't heard, and I'll say why later, why I'm not going to listen to the album. Sadly enough, I used to be a really big Future fan. Yes. Like, when he first came out and he used to be at the Summer Jams in Cleveland, I was a really big Future fan. And now not so much. But anyway, he has put out an album, and there was an interview circulating where he was talking about Russell and Sierra. And he was stating how he feels like uh, he should have been introduced to Russell before he got with Sierra, uh, before, or excuse me, not before he got with Sierra, but before he met Baby Future and before him and Sierra got married. So do we feel like it's important to let the mother or father of your child meet your new significant other before you bring them around the kid? Um. Yes, I think it's very important because I feel like for me having children, I want my children's father to be comfortable with who's going to be around my child and vice versa. Because sometimes I feel like I may be able to judge a person differently than you. I may see something that you don't see or you may see something that I don't see. Um, And if my child's father is very present in their lives. So it's like I feel like he should have a say so. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I feel like 
I'm not saying that it has to be this big old conversation, but just an introduction. Like, y'all say, hey, what's up? You know who I am. I know who you are. And just leave it at that. It's just respect. Mm-hmm. So, just to let y'all in on a little bit of this, we talked about this in a group chat, and we was undecided <laughs> on whether or not we should put it on the outline. But it was really a really good conversation in the group chat, and I had a difference of opinion. <laughs> um between Lynn and Darielle. So my my point with Future was, I'm like, I don't disagree with what Sierra did. Why should she have to introduce them? I think, in a regular sense, not talking about them as, celeb- as celebrities, Um, I guess my question would be, if my child's father didn't like my, didn't care for my significant other, would I stop dating him? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also mentioned like I would have to trust the other parent enough to trust who they decide to bring around my child and I was talking about this with one of my friends and I'm like I feel like this like okay as the other parent I can't control what you do as a parent I can only hope that you treat your child as I would treat our child and who you decide to bring around them is your decision. I hope you are mindful about that decision. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind that whatever happens while my child is in your care is on you. Is on you. Mm-hmm. So if something happens with this other person, I'm going to be looking at you. So, and then it was like, okay, y'all meet. What's the conversation? So for me, uh, I know me and you had this conversation in the chat with Lynn, but my whole thing about it was, okay, so my kids have different dads. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last relationship, we were together since my oldest son was one year old. Mm-hmm. So he was like a father figure to him. So he was very present. And even though we're not together anymore, he still is present. and He has him just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. So there's times where his dad where his dad wants to get him. I want them to be able to at least be cordial enough to be like, hey, I'm on my way to get him so that I don't have to be the middleman if I'm not home. That's where I'm coming from. I agree with that. And then too, to answer your question about what if they don't like him. Okay, so here here's what I think. I feel like, okay, so again, using myself as an example, I told my son's father, I have someone new, he's gonna be around. Do you would you would you like to meet him? He said no. I gave him the choice. I trusted him enough. I went on about my life. You don't have any say so because you had the opportunity to meet him. You didn't want to. So I moved on with my relationship. This is what I'm deciding to do. You don't get a say so after this because you turned down that opportunity. Um. So in that case, I'm not stopping what I'm doing. Yeah. But. Um, like I said, I just want them to know who they are just in case, like, I'm not around. Y'all are cordial enough to have that conversation. I agree. I agree with and that. And then, also, I feel like if it's just somebody that you're dating here and there, it's not a big deal. But if it's someone that you're building with, that you're going to be living with, my child is living with, and marriage is coming, or so, I need to know who, who you are. Okay. Because my oldest son, his dad, I know he takes him to places with, whoever he's talking to when they're a kid it doesn't really bother me at first it did but I'm just like you gonna do what you want to do regardless of what I say but as long as my child is not living with this person it's not a big deal yeah 
So on the flip side of that, had he said, okay, I want to meet him, and then he was like, I'm not comfortable with him. I still would have moved forward. You still would have moved forward? Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I, I think wholeheartedly, I think that it deserves a conversation. Hey, I met somebody. Um, It's getting serious. I just want to let you know that. Mm-hmm. I don't think me personally, I'm going to be like, okay, we need to plan a time for y'all to meet up. Right. If he's invited to a birthday and you're at the birthday or an event or whatever the case may be, y'all decide to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? I'm such and such. Cool. Like, I, in the situation with Future and Sierra, I don't think that she was wrong because in the midst of all of that, there was a custody battle. He was blasting her on the Internet. She had some things to say about him. And honestly, I just feel like whatever Russell, Russell does, it's going to be a problem for Future because Sierra's the one that got away. Mm-hmm. And Russell's not a trash individual. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I, that's what I think. I think that Future saying that came from a I can't control you perspective. Because if you listen to his interviews when he talks about his baby mom, there's there's a control level there. Like, right. it, it, you want me to stroke your ego. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like it's about for him. I don't think it's I'm worried about the welfare of my child. And like I said in, in the group chat, I would be more concerned about baby future being around future. And when you say it like that, I think that's why I said I would move forward because I trust yeah. my judgment over yours. Yeah. So you're not stopping shit. Yeah. And it and it's not to say don't be mindful of who you have around your kids. Definitely, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, but I just I, I think at the end of the day, you have to know who you're who you're around and who you're bringing around your children, and make sure that you trust this person. I agree. Don't let any and everybody that you date meet your kids and shit like that. Like, and just offer the father or the mother of your child that respect or that opportunity to meet them. Either they say yes or they. Or no. Yeah. But if you trust your own judgment, then don't yeah. let it stop your happiness. Yeah. So with that being said, do you think that your significant other should stay out of custody battles or anything that has to do with you and your child's father or your child's mother? Mm, I want to say Yes. But at the same time, if I'm with this person, anything that I go through, they're going to feel. So I can't just not say anything to them. But I wouldn't want to bring the drama to them all the time about what we're going through and what we're dealing with. Like, I don't think they should be in the middle of it. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, When that was my situation, um, the guy I was, I was with at the time... He um, would keep me in the loop about things. And I think it was just more so a natural conversation just about Mm -hmm. whatever was going on. But I I was a big part in his child's life, too. So he would tell me things and I would give my opinion if he asked me to or what my thoughts was Mm -hmm. on it. And I let it go. And I don't feel like I was ever um, biased because I was with him, like if I felt like it was something I didn't agree with that he did, I would tell him if it was something I felt like she could have did differently, mm-hmm. I would tell him. I think naturally, just in the course of a relationship, you tend to not necessarily unload your issues on the other person, but you tend to talk about those things because that's just what happens in a relationship. Right. So 
And if that person is there for the long run, like you said, whatever happens to me is going to affect you in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. So I don't see it really being a problem with talking to your person or them giving offering any type of advice that they can. I think it's just like with anything else, you have to filter out what you can take from it and what you can't. I just never wanted to be a situation where my child's father and my boyfriend or husband ever have to have issues. Like, yeah. I never wanted to come to that. Yeah. So I kind of wouldn't just put everything onto them. Like, of course, we're going to talk about it, but I don't want it to ever be any conflict. Conflict. That Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. I think, I don't know. I feel like it's more so fathers that have the mentality of like I don't want nobody around my kid. Uh, it's it's equal, yeah, pretty much. Pretty equal. Yeah, it's some bitter baby moms out here. So is it a bitter thing or is it really on some like? Yes, I don't want is. nobody being around my child because I'm concerned. Is it a concern thing or is it a bitter thing? It's a bitter thing. I mean, I think it's bitterness because yeah. you can be concerned, but you're not going to be acting crazy and wild if you're just concerned yeah i feel like the bitterness is when you being crazy because it's about who you with it's not even about the kid like yeah. i i've just seen too many friends go through situations like that where i know like they just being bitter <laughs> <laughs> flat out like i can't even i can't even share their stories yeah it's crazy yeah <laughs> i get that i get that um I guess probably I just see it different because I'm a I'm I have my family is blended, but I never I never really was like okay, what's the problem like the situation with future? What's the problem with somebody else loving your child? He's bitter, like right, like you are <laughs> bitter. Because I when I say I am a overly concerned person, and I said I was always gonna be that mom, like nobody would ever be around my kid unless I meet them. And then my son tells me like yeah. Me and my dad went to hang out with his friend and her, and I, okay. Yeah. It's not my place. I don't want him. I don't care. As long as she's treating you right, treating you with respect, she's being nice to you when y'all are around each other, whoop-de-fucking-do. Yeah. Now, when y'all decide to move in together, then yes, but. Yeah. Like, the interview was talking about. The dude was like, how you really feel about it? Do you feel like Russell take it too far? And this, that, and the third. And the future went into how how this, oh, I don't even know why she talk, why he, why they talking about me? She already <laughs> know if she was with me, she couldn't talk about another nigga. Like, bro, what? <laughs> what? Did you see the interview he did when he was like, um, somebody asked him why he won't settle down? One of his baby One of his, because the other ones would be would mad. Would be mad, like. I just don't understand men like that. Like, you get to be out here doing whatever you want, treating the mother of your kids however, or women, period. But because you take care of them, they can't have niggas. They can't have a boyfriend. They can't move on. Like, you got to just control them. Like, I don't understand. And that's what I that's what I was saying. I was like, I think my opinion of this is because I don't care for future as a human being. Yeah. Like... Cause he basically, I told y'all in an interview, but he was like, men out here that, that are like that, like future. I'm over it. But the main reason why I'm not listening to his CD, I'm not gonna say mute future, but 
<laughs> I'm not listening to his CD because he has a song. It's the song with Travis Scott, first off. And he was like, I should pee on this bitch and make her pay me. Bad timing, my nigga. Bad timing. Like, you should And this what? is where Lynn will be like, but some girls but like, some girls it. like to get peed on. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I think I said that I was like I'm more concerned as to why he want to pee on people like I don't care about what you think about what's going on with your son and his stepdad I want to know why you want to pee on somebody I seen this tweet it says future is so hurt and niggas love him because they hurt too <laughs> pretty much <laughs> pretty much that is a fact <laughs> man and and as I sit here and my mind goes back to everybody that just said something about that album they are hurt niggas like we get it Y'all relate on a different level. It's cool. Yeah. Let us know. How yeah. you feel about that? How you feel about it? I ain't feeling it. I Like I said, we ain't going to mute him, but I ain't feeling it. I feel like that's why he was like, y'all just need to stop talking about this R. Kelly thing. Because he knew he said he wanted to pee on somebody <laughs> in the song. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he was telling everybody to forget. That's my final Man. answer. Mm. So moving on to some things that we've seen in the news. Um there was a news article going around about a week or so ago. A woman who is in a vegetative state for over a decade at a home health care facility has given birth. Did you see that? To a child. I did. I seen it. And I think I meant to um, bring it up to you guys. But then we had already got it on the outline. <sighs> yeah, she just gave birth a month ago. That's wild. If you didn't hear me the first time, she has been in a vegetative state She's for been over, in a coma, if that makes sense. To right. You. More sense. For over a decade. And she delivered a baby. So they said that they were going to test all the male employees of the facility. And the CEO quit. Yeah, he resigned. Um... I just don't even know how to feel about it. People are sick. I think that's a good place to start. Mm -hmm. People are really sick. It's a lot of sick people. It's crazy how much people are getting exposed. Yeah. But I'm glad. Right. Um, I... I <sighs> This is one of those things like you really don't have words because it's just so crazy. It's just too much. Like, yeah. And I know when I was watching the little video clip, I, th I think it was on the news, and another patient was saying how her daughter's in there and her daughter can't, like, speak. And so she's there 24-7. It's just like, I, I would, I if it was me, I would be trying to move my family member out of there. She may not be able to, but... I wouldn't even be care. I wouldn't even be okay with just me being there. Yeah. And it's hard because you think about these people, like, <clears throat> they're not in a position to where they can give the care that the loved one needs. They're not trained to medically take care of them or any of that. So they entrust mm -hmm. the life of their loved one to these people, and then something like this happens. But why is she in a coma for something? They said that she had some kind of accident where she almost drowned and that's how this happened and I'm just assuming that because what confused me is because they said that she's had no brain activity mm 
so I'm assuming maybe the parents just did not want to pull the plug. Yeah, because I was wondering, like, how long do they allow a person to be in that state? I, I, I say as long. I think it's as long as the family decides. Now, if there's like a conflict where there's like a spouse mm-hmm. and a family member and it's a back and forth about whether or not she she, she should be taken off life support, then a, a judge can order the person to be taken off life support. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking that maybe her parents just decided to keep her on life support and was holding out for hope. But then my question with that was, if she was able to deliver a baby, I mean, I know naturally during the nine months, the baby's just going to come out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they said that there was some something that happened in the place of all of that. Like she, there was some moans or yeah, just something. they did say that. If mm-hmm. there was... If that's a sign of brain activity or if that's just like the body's natural right. reaction, that's what was confusing for me is, is this a sign that she's maybe getting better? Mm-hmm. Um, which, if that's the case, crazy how God works. Imagine waking up after a decade and you got a kid. And you got a kid. That is wild. But I don't, I don't know. Like, prayers to them. I hope something comes or she can. Because she's only 27. Yeah. That's how old we are. Yeah. And I know I know somebody whose mother was on life support <clears throat> for a couple years and she fully recovered. She wow. woke up and was able to fully recover and she lived for some time after that and then eventually she passed. But mm-hmm. she was up and moving out the nursing facility and all that. So miracles can happen. But like I said, the crazy how God works if that mm-hmm. is the case. Like you said, prayers to them. Um, I just, I don't know. I and there's no way to tell. Like, you don't know if the people that you're leaving your loved one with are good people. Listen, kids, when y'all get old enough to listen to this, talking to my children, <laughs> don't put me <laughs> no goddamn nursing home. <laughs> you better wipe my ass until God take me away. <laughs> All the shit y'all done put me through, y'all owe me. <laughs> I don't think, unless... I think if my mom just got older, I would not put my mom in a home. Now, if she had some kind of illness where I just could not take care of her yeah. and I couldn't afford to have someone come in home and take care of her. Uh, I mean, they got daycares that got yeah, cameras. They do they got, got nursing hairs. Like, I say nursing hairs. Nursing <laughs> homes like that. They do have nursing homes. But you know they say, like, if you <clears throat> like older people, if you keep them around kids and things like that, it kind of... Um, takes away the risk of them getting like dementia and things like mm-hmm. that if you keep them around kids maybe that's why my great grandma still well i mean she like 94 but she still got her memory yeah but she ain't want to go in a nursing home that's how my um uh, my great grandmother was she like if something she was in a nursing home for a short period of time and it wasn't my my sister decided to have her come live with mm-hmm. her and that's what it was until she got sick and passed away but thankfully my grandparents when they all passed they was in their right minds and mm-hmm. remember everything yeah i just seen a post the other day and it was saying that if you still have grandparents living reach out to them yo please you don't know when they are going to leave this earth that's so real like that's so real that's like some of my best memories is with my grandparents. And thankfully, they all passed away when I was old enough to remember them. Mm-hmm. So, and Ashley's grandma, she's my grandmother. Like, I love that little lady with my whole heart. So, yeah, if you if your grandparents are 
not even reach out like spend time yeah. with them yeah spend time it doesn't have to be <clears throat> you know every day but go check on them go sit with them like those are memories that you will definitely cherish like for the rest of your life but on to happier things not so happy things pretty manipulative <laughs> things actually <laughs> this should have been after the future <laughs> right <laughs> all right so what does it mean when someone says you deserve better does it come from a genuine place or is it some manipulating bullshit is what we have on the outline? Um, see, if someone said it to me, I would be like, <laughs> well, why can't you just be better? <laughs> but if I'm saying it to someone, it's genuine. And I think I've told somebody that before, like, you deserve better or I may not be good enough. It's not... Me being manipulative. I can't say that word correctly, but I, it's genuine. Like, you deserve better, and I am a piece of shit right now, and you deserve someone who's going to give you everything that you need. <laughs> it could be a little selfish, maybe. I think I think it can be manipulative. Um, but I think if somebody tells you that you deserve better... That's when you need to run. <laughs> That's when you need to run. Because if you break that down, it's like, I'm acknowledging that I treat you like shit. Yes. I'm acknowledging like that. that I'm yeah. a piece of shit. And you need to find someone that is better to you That's and facts. better for you. But all because at the I'm same not time, <laughs> I'm trying to display <laughs> compassion because I don't want you to go. So. It's kind of manipulative. <laughs> it's like I want you here, but I'm not going to commit. change. Yeah, I'm right. not going to change. I'm not going to commit. But it's 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 just like if you are fully aware of what you're doing and what I deserve, and you telling me you deserve better is you're not going to give me what I deserve. So fuck you. Right. So I think where the question came from, I was listening to the Casey Crew again. And it was a listener question. The girl wrote in and she said that she had been dating this guy for several years. He cheated on her with someone else and told her that if she let if she loved him, she would let him go. So they broke up. He was with the new person. She found out she was pregnant and she ended up terminating the pregnancy. So then when he finally, when they finally spoke, she told him that she was pregnant. She terminated the baby and he told her that she was a selfish bitch. <laughs> That's what he told her. She was a selfish bitch and he would never talk to her again. And she was just the worst person. And he said, if you would have told me that would have fixed oh, the problem. That would have fixed our relationship. Yeah. If you would have told me, then we could have worked it out and that would have fixed our problems. So then... They started messing around again. And then he broke up with the girl that he left her for. Ended up with somebody that they both knew. And then they were still messing around. And then he told her that she deserved better. Mm-hmm. And that he would never forgive her for what she did. But he would. that's why they couldn't be together. Because he would never forgive her for what she did. Mm. I had to record it and send it to the ladies because I'm like, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? That's nuts. Th these niggas are wild. <laughs> <laughs> what 
What be going through y'all's mind? You like, break up with me tell and me tell not me to reach out. That if I loved you, I'd let you go. So in her mind... And not reach out. Why am I going to tell you about <laughs> this baby? But then I'm a, a selfish bitch. I'm going to keep putting emphasis on that because it pissed me <laughs> off. Because I terminated the pregnancy. <clears throat> After you left me and told me don't reach out. And if I loved you, I would let you go. You see how they do? Mm. But that also is where my poll question came from. Um... What's worse, what men do to women or what women allow men to do to them? Okay, you put that on Facebook, didn't you? I put it on Facebook and I put it on okay, well, Instagram. I had to hurry up and get off because <laughs> these niggas was like, it starts with women. It's y'all's fault. Like, what? But I mean, I mean, okay, let me rewind. So, ever since I've been doing this whole transition into this better woman. <laughs> we really have to get uh, visuals. <laughs> I realize that all men are not shit. Sometimes it is me and what I allow. So I it, it is a little bit of both, but I'm not going to say that it starts with women. It does not start with it's both. It's both. It's accountability on both parts. Right. But I don't know. I had to um Someone has said something to me on the comment. I'm like, right now, in the context of the question, I am talking about what men do to women and what women allow. I'm not talking about what women do to men and what men allow women to do. I'm talking about the opposite. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Piss me off. Like, just answer the question that I asked. I don't need your, but what? What about? No, I don't want none of that. So people were saying it's, it's, it's it starts with women. I didn't get that. Please help me understand where he was coming from. So here's my thing. Even if you believe in your heart that it starts with women, should men not naturally have the instinct to just do right by a woman because it is the right thing to do, Mm. right? Do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, period. It's that simple, but it's (laughs) not to them. And if we are reversing it and talking about what women do to men and what men allow, it's the same concept. You should just want to do the right thing. You should have the moral compass to just want to do the right thing. Like, nothing inside you is like, you know what, this is fucked up. Or leave that person alone if you don't want to do the right thing instead of fucking them up mentally. Exactly. Duh. And ladies, if we again, there is accountability. You have to take into consideration what you allow because we always say on the show, yes. the things you accept are the things that you will regret. regret. <laughs> <laughs> so pay attention to those red flags. Leave these niggas alone. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to state your expectations. A one. You know what? Can we talk about expectations? Let's go ahead. Can we talk about it? Because I hate when people say, I have no expectations. That's how you let yourself down when you have expectations. And that baffles me because it's like you don't have no standard for yourself. None. Of how you expect to be treated. None. That's what I hear when people say you shouldn't have expectations because you let yourself down. So I should just settle. For whatever the fuck somebody gives me. Right. That's bullshit. What? I feel like you know how you want to be treated. You may not know if you want a relationship or whatever, but you know how you want to be treated. 
Yeah. So if someone is treating you the opposite of that, you need to walk away. And I'm not judging you if you don't, because I have been in some stupid situations myself plenty of times. Yes. But as you grow and you're more aware and you're, you start to realize that a lot of things and a lot of hurt could have been avoided if you would have just left sooner. Yes. Definitely. I think you got to grow. Like, that's the thing. Like, you have to grow. You can't. Yes. And I see that a lot. And I do agree with that. You can't keep looking at everything <clears throat> like this is all things that people have done to me and not see that you're the common denominator in this stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You're the common denominator. I, you got to grow. You got to grow. You do. And it took me a while. I don't think I started taking accountability for my shit until like last year. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm probably within the last two and a half. I will be 29 in June. Like, it took me a while, <laughs> but you will get there. You have to be open to it, and no one else can do it for you. Yeah. I definitely, within the last two and a half years, and I think it just came from spending a lot of time by myself. Like, you can sit with mm-hmm. everything and make sound decisions on what you want and what you don't want. <laughs> That's definitely true. Because once I got single, I'm like, all right, this is all about me. Yeah. I need to self-reflect. And... A lot of things was revealed. Yeah. And I realized that I'm pretty shitty. (laughs) (laughs) I I have some shitty ways. Definitely. Shitty ways. Um But we're working on it. We are. We are. Yeah, I I don't get that whole no expectation thing. (sighs) I mean, I don't know. It's not a blanket statement. Like, you can't put that over everything and say you shouldn't have any expectations. Yeah. I mean, we just had the conversation before we were recording. I was like, I would go into it with this expectation, yeah. but nothing else. Like, there has to be some kind of standard. There has to be some kind to of ground level standard that you set for yourself when it comes to dating. Like, mm-hmm. if you know that you don't like guys who... Don't know how to spend quality time. Don't attach yourself to somebody who doesn't spend time with you. Like, people don't change. Like, you can't love somebody into being a better person. You can, but that person has to be willing and ready to change on their right. own. Right, because you can't do that. I just seen another tweet today. Shout out to Twitter. It says <laughs> something like a, a baby, a threesome, and something else can't make a relationship better. Like, that person has to be willing to do it. Just like you have to be willing to grow on your own. You can't make them. Yeah. Then you won't look back years from now and be like, I did this for you, I did that for you, I stuck by you, and you still the same person. Yeah, because they don't want to change. Yeah. And that's my that's my thing. Like, you said the whole threesome thing. Like, you know you don't want to have a threesome <laughs> with nobody. <laughs> Like, if you don't, if you know, like, I know I don't want to have a threesome with nobody, but I'm going to have this threesome because that's what my man want. Right. Like. And then you're going to be mad. And then I'm going to be feeling disgusting after the fact. Like. And maybe we should save this part of the conversation for another show when all of yeah. us can be here. But it was something saying, like, uh, a threesome is for a person that you really care about versus a person you don't care about. I thought that was false. That's so f- that's we, false. Because if I'm in love and into my man, I'm not sharing, I'm not sharing with nobody. You. I'm not. It me Relationship me ain't having a threesome. At all. Single me? 
Maybe. Maybe. With someone that I trust. <laughs> With someone that I trust. But no. Yeah, I... I don't know. Relationships ain't going. And everything that I say <laughs> comes from a place of when I used to do shit that didn't make no sense. So that's why I'm like... I stand firm in the things that I say when y'all hear me talk because this is all shit that I done lived through and went through minus a threesome that, <laughs> yeah, I just want to put that out there. Like, I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand. Like, you you do everything. You end up being with somebody that is nothing like what you want. Mm-hmm. And you knew in the beginning that they were nothing like what you wanted and somehow you attached yourself to this person. I don't know. We got to do better. Ladies, we got to do better. Men, y'all definitely got to do better. I just I just don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to clear up that threesome comment later on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So, okay. Um... I don't know if you guys seen on social media. This just changed my whole mood. Um, I don't know if you guys seen on social media. There was a post. I did post it on my story circulating of a 51-year-old white man. Again, I have to put the race in here because it matters. A 50-year-old white man was arrested for punching an 11-year-old black girl in the face outside of a mall in North Carolina. So if you've seen the video, the girl is standing a decent, I would say maybe three feet away from him. And she's waving her finger, saying whatever she's saying. And he pushes her very aggressively to the point where she falls a few steps back and almost hits her head. She jumps back up and she runs towards him. And he close hand punched her in the face. Um... And how much did he weigh? He was 5'6", and he weighed 250 pounds. Mm-hmm. I think that there was some comments that Dario wanted to read mm-hmm. that were on social media, so we'll start there. Yeah, so before I seen the video and before me and you talked about it, um, I was just seeing the comments. And I was seeing people saying, like, he was protecting his family, blah, blah, blah. So then I went to watch a video, and then I see more comments. So I'm just going to read a few. It's not a black and white thing. It's a parenting thing. She ran up, stay in a child's place. Um, He punched. Hold on. Okay, wrong one. It's all fun and games until someone gets knocked out. All those kids were out there egging her on, trying to do it for the gram until she got two-pieced. Parents need to raise their children better. My child would have never jumped into an adult's face. Um, another one said, her and her friends provoked that man. He was literally protecting his family. I'm not saying she deserved it, but she, but she deserved it. And the last comment says, as soon as my daughter came home, I would have said, bet you won't do that again. These kids out here tripping. And come to find out, that wasn't even his wife, right? I I, read that somewhere. I I don't know. The story that I read, the article that I read was the kids were outside. I don't know 
what exactly was going on, but there was uh, a commotion going on with the kids outside. He came outside of the mall and yelled, break it up. I didn't read anything about the kids trying to do anything to him, the woman that he was with, if they had a child with him, with them. I didn't read any of that. Mm -hmm. It was the kids doing what kids do, whether that be right or wrong. He then came out and said, break it up. Kids being rebellious as they typically are, Mm -hmm. says something back to him. And then that's where you see her waving her finger. He pushes her. Then she jumps at him. He punched her. So. Um, my thing is, is that I do believe that this generation of children are a whole different breed and it is our responsibility as adults, as parents, as parental figures to Make sure children understand that they do need to respect authority and they do need to respect adults. So when you see cases of the children in the classrooms being disrespecting, uh, being disrespectful, excuse me, to the teachers, that is that is situations that need to be addressed with how we are parenting our children. Now, at the same time, there is never an instance where it is okay. For a 250-pound, 6-foot-5 man to punch an 11-year-old child. If you call that parenting, then I say your child is being abused. I call bullshit. Period. In any case, he could have restrained her without doing what he did. And it goes back to what we talked about last week, the victim blaming. There is never an instance, whether I am the parent, the father, uh, whoever, where you are going to punch my child. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And then we go back to why I say and why we all say on this show, black women don't feel protected. Not that there was anybody in there in the in the situation at that time to defend her, but things like that happen. And they say he was a piano teacher, a school teacher. I don't know. Something he was a teacher of some sorts. So to the people who agree, something's wrong with you. Period. That's all I got. Well, I don't have much to say, but I will say this. If you ever, ever put your hands on Royce or Marcus Jr., I'm going to beat your ass and I'm going to be in fucking jail. Don't touch my kid. Period. Um. Also, he's an adult. He knows better. He should never put his hands on her. And I'm going to leave it at that. Because everybody's comment was rude and I don't feel like cussing nobody out right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was he was totally wrong, um, and we do need to teach our children better because my kids got a mouth on them, and I check them about 
you know, how they treat adults and being respectful. But also I have to look at myself because I have a smart ass mouth. So I know where they get it from. So you just have to be mindful of what you do around them and, you know, try to keep your kid in check. But it was but that does not mean that she deserved to get punched in the face. Right. Like I said, two two things can be true. Yeah. At the same time, period. Two things can be true at the same time. <clears throat> but the more important thing at hand is that he punched an 11-year-old kid. Yep. Wrong is wrong. So. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, Just don't touch mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or mine. My God, babies. Because <laughs> we will have problems. I may not be able to be a six-foot-five man. But I know somebody that can. So speaking of my children, <laughs> I picked them from up from school the other day, and my eight year old got in a fight in front of me. Oh my god! At school? Yes. What happened? All right. So <laughs> <laughs> apparently, him and another kid—they're around the same age, but this kid is big, like like James Big. Yes. <laughs> And they were playing basketball. You know, we were getting ready to go. But Royce was like, you know, I want to shoot it one more time. And the kid was not trying to give him the ball. So he pushes my son. And I'm... You were standing there? You Like, you seen it? Yeah. Okay. I, I seen it, but I didn't see it. Because I'm talking to the teacher at the same time. And apparently he pushed MJ. But I didn't see this. But so Royce was telling me, like, he pushed me. And then MJ tried to step in. Oh my god and so he pushed mj and then race ran up on him oh my god i uh, i was like <laughs> i had to i had to make myself sit down because <laughs> i couldn't hit that little boy no i don't for play real. about my kids i would trip a kid <laughs> pinch him punch him <laughs> over mine i broke it up and then i had to sit down like i just had to sit down and shut up <laughs> I was like, don't, don't touch my kid. Don't touch my kid. I didn't even see him push MJ, but if I would have seen that, that I would have really been pissed because MJ's like this big. Like, MJ's tiny. But I thought it was hilarious how they defend each other. Like, to know, they fight a lot, but when it comes to, like, other people messing with, as they should, they don't play that. Yeah. And that's as the one thing should. I teach my kids. Like, y'all need to have each other's back. I was proud. Did Royce two piece him? He tried to. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> I just seen her run up on him and I'm like, mm. man, that was crazy. I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad at that. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't know. it's hard raising these kids. I was gonna say, I'm just really scared to have kids. Like, man. I just, my parental paranoia is going to be extreme. Like, I've already said, like, the father of my child is going to have to be the one to handle, like, the school stuff because it's a lot. It's a lot. I've been telling them, don't call my phone. Don't call me. Yeah. Because I'm not the one. Yeah. It's a whole nother level of, like, crazy, I feel like, would be unleashed when it comes to kids. So Definitely. I won't be the parent to handle that stuff at all. I Definitely. don't know. I don't have any happy, funny stories to tell before we wrap up. Um... Again, if y'all didn't hear me the last damn show, give people their motherfucking space. <laughs> your damn kids included. Tell your kids to leave you alone. <laughs> Shit. Like, I do have a story. <laughs> Since you it. said that. I was um, 
over my friend's house and the baby. He's running around. He likes to take his underwear off. So he <laughs> likes to run around naked. And it was last week when we were snowed in. I was over there minding yeah. my business, waiting for Ashley to braid my hair. And he kept jumping up on a chair, trying to mess with me and touch me. He's standing behind me. He ain't got no drawers <laughs> on. I'm like, bro, if you don't move, <laughs> if you don't move i literally picked him up by his shirt and just pushed him on the floor like get away from me get away from me i thought i was like yo i i respect you so much because i don't know how you do it like and they they never really bother me like i just kind of let them do their thing when they with me and it never really bothers me but this time i'm like (laughs) like kids don't know boundaries at all like you are behind me with your little funky and i was like brandon you stink you smell like butt cheeks you are naked move <laughs> get away from me and he just That's thought it was scary. the funniest thing i'm like yo i'm not having no kids like i need my personal space one of my friends told me that one of her daughters are like super touchy philly and mm-hmm. they have she has a time of day where she can hug her mom and other time she gotta leave her alone I need to do that with MJ <laughs> oh my god like it's just to the point where like this one day he just keeps touch- I'm like MJ but I wanna I'm- I just gave you a hug well I want a kid like leave me alone <laughs> leave me alone those are three words I want y'all to live by leave me alone leave people alone <laughs> I don't think people get it so I'm gonna say it until people start getting it Leave people alone. Alone. That's all I got. And on that note, (laughs) we will see you guys next week. Bye.